Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Rabbi. Today is a very exciting day. Today we begin a new limud, a brand new limud over here in our nine o'clock shear slot. Um, we've gone through a number of limudim. Uh, most recently, we finished Evan Shlema. We did Evan Shlema in a few different installments. Before Evan Shlema, we did Derech Hashem. We've seen Mesiyah Sisharim together. We've seen Bar Hashem, uh, a lot of different works. Um, over the course of this, the, the 9 o'clock slot. And some would argue that we haven't seen anything during the 9 o'clock slot because the 9 o'clock slot does not exist. Some would argue as such. But this is, you know, this is what's referred to as the 9 o'clock shear slot. So we are beginning a... a yes, I read that sometimes it's 9.10, sometimes it's 9.15. It's not always our fault that we start late, right? We have to call 8.30. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay, let's start referring to it as the 8.30 slot. But anyway, Rabbi Isai... Um, so after a long and lengthy discussion that was um, that was uh, not recorded over here, not being sent out of WhatsApp land, the decision has been made that our next limud, we had a few different candidates, and maybe the runner-up will do next. We'll do the runner-up after we do this one. The runner-up was, should we announce to WhatsApp land? Yeah, we'll send it out there. The runner-up was Das Tavunas, <laughs> the, 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 the third seminal work of the Ramchal. We've seen Messias Hashem, we've seen Derech Hashem. Das Tavunas kind of rounds at the triumvirate of the major works of the Ramchal. That was the runner-up. The winner for now was a work called Shmoina Prakim Laharambam. It's 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 entitled actually the eight chapters. The Rambam's eight chapters. Maimonides is eight chapters. It's called the eight chapters because it has eight chapters to it. And what is it? It is a introduction to the Rambam's commentary on Pirkei Avis, Ethics of the Fathers, well-known treatise in. The writings of Chazal, Pirkei Avis, all about Musr, all about you know improvement and, and, and self improvement and self awareness and self knowledge, and the Rambam has an has a commentary on Pirkei Avis. He also has an introduction, which functions as a work in of itself, and that's called the Shmoyna Prakam, the eight chapters, and that's what we're going to be learning now all together, Rabbi Said. This is very exciting. We haven't done this yet, in my years over here uh, in Simonton, Philadelphia, we have not yet tackled the Shmoyna Prakam, but it is a basic work over here. In the uh, in the in the collection of Musar works, this can be thought of as a Musar work because it's an introduction to Pirkei which is was Musar. And, and Shmuel Prakim the Raman gives us a lot of you know basics in terms of defining ourselves, understanding ourselves, the divisions and differentiations between the different component parts that we have, mind and body, soul and spirit. And everything in between. And without further ado, let's see. So let's see this right now. Again, this is the Ram's introduction to Pikyavis, but it's a it's a it's a keyboard, it's a work in of itself. The Ram gives us a lot of basics and understanding man, humanity, cholesterol, how we are built, how we function, to get in touch with ourselves, to be able to work on ourselves, and differences between man and animal, and a lot more. So says the Rambam. Da we must know the following. Shenefesh Adam Achas. Person has a part of himself that's known as his soul. We got a soul, a nefesh, and we only have one nefesh. So we have other things besides the nefesh. Also, we have something that's called the nefesh. Excuse me. What the Ram refers to as the nefesh, we have one of. A lot of these things are about the terms, terms that we use. Okay, so we have something called a nefesh. 
the nefesh that we have has a lot of different activities. It does different things. Different functions and different properties. Being that the nefesh that we have has different properties, different functions, does different things, that's why sometimes we find it pluralized in terms of nefashas. We have souls. Souls. Chazal sometimes will pluralize it, nefashas, souls. That is, says the Rambam, just an indicator of the fact that the nefesh has different properties, different functions. That's why sometimes Chazal will refer to us having a multiplicity of souls, like the doctors, at least the doctors in the day of the Rambam, who wanted to link mind and soul, uh, body and spirit. So they believe that there's different souls that a man has. One of my contemporaries who wrote a, a work, a medical work, says that there's three souls, three elements of, uh, you know, Ruchnis that a person has, Tivis, Chiyunis, Venafshis, the natural soul, the vital soul, and the spiritual soul. Okay, but the Ram disagrees with this. There's it really only one Nefesh that we have that has different properties, different functions, different attributes. You can also think of the soul more properly now as different souls, but one soul with, again, with, with different different departments. The philosophers referred to the soul as being one soul with different departments. doesn't mean that the soul, when we say different departments, that we have different souls. But they, the philosophers, says the Ram, are a little bit more correct. And the doctors are on this point. We have one soul that does different things. Let's get a little bit more into the departments, what the soul does. Well, before that, there says the Ram, which aspect of the soul are we interested in? Self-improvement, self-help, working on ourselves, what we call avaitas hamidas, tikkun hamidas, when we try to refine and repair our characters, our character traits, how we operate, how we function, the kind of people we are. This is the Rambam that really has to be thought of as, and this is going to, Rambam now, right now is going to introduce to, as a, to us a theme that's really going to run through much of this whole work of Shemayna Prakim. This theme is like this. Tikkun Hamidus, repairing, improving our character traits, improving our characteristics, has to be thought as refuah sanefesh v'kaychaseh, healing of the soul. Healing. It's a refuah. If someone doesn't have good midas, someone doesn't behave. An adult, also a kid too, sure, a kid, all kids have bad meters, but an adult who who has bad meters, an adult who has issues with his temper, issues with his generosity, issues with his confidence, even his self-confidence, issues with his with his alacrity, issues with his motivation, anything that has to do with the realm of the meters is always about healing. If a person has issues with his anger, means he has an illness, a crankite, is an illness. His soul is ill, is unwell. Person has issues with how generous he is, how patient he is, how tolerant he is, how happy he is, how motivated he is. If he has issues in these areas, there's an illness. The Ram says that's, that has to be thought of as an illness. There's some, he has a crankite, he has a, a choyli, he's unwell, his soul is unwell. Soul Not just the, the Yes. Yes. Because there's, there's an illness in his nefesh. Any any problem with the midas, with the midos, any problem with our, our our 
characteristics, our attributes, our character traits, is the result of an illness, an illness with our nefesh, with our soul. So in other words, there's no such thing as this guy's, you know, a perfectly good, healthy, functioning person, but you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get him angry. You don't want to get him angry. You don't want to tempt his anger because he's a very healthy, fully functioning person. That he has, he has, he has, uh, you know, temper issues. He has anger management issues. No, he, he has an illness. He's unwell, and that, and that, and that part of him that has to do with anger, with, 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 with patience and anger, he has an illness. Therefore, the same way the doctor who heals the body, a doctor wants to heal the body, he has to know a lot. He has to know not just the, the, the cause of the illness, he has to know the symptoms, he has to know how to diagnose, and he has to know how whatever it is that needs to be healed, Relates to the entire body as a whole, like the 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 you know the um, the holistic angle. Um, a good doctor is going to know that you know just because this person has a a runny nose, a cough, a cough. So where do you cough? I don't know. You cough from your mouth. You cough from your throat, chest. It might be a lot more than just the part that you're coughing with that has to be healed, you know, the, 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 every, there's a lot of systems in the body, systems affect other systems. So the doctor has to know that, one second. Um, so say a good doctor has to be um, um, good with, di- with, 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 with uh, you know, diagnostics, he has to be good with seeing the whole system, and he has to know what's going to Heal this person. What's going to um, make him more sick? When it comes to the healing of the soul, working on our midas, working on our character traits, we want to fix up our midas. Says the Rambam is the same exact thing. Since an illness of the soul, so I have something I want to work on. I want to work on alacrity. I want to work on on motivation. So, A, you have to realize that your lack of motivation, your lack of alacrity, your lack of patience and tolerance is an illness that's going on in your soul. So you have to know the functioning of the soul, the systems of the soul. You have to know what makes the soul healthy and what makes the soul ill. What are the healing methods to the soul? Says the Rambam, the first thing we got to know is the same way the doctor, you go to medical school, you have to know all the different systems in the body. You can't, be, you can't get, get into um, diagnostics or healing or understanding or, 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 or um, um, any type of medical treatment without knowing all the different systems of the body and how everything affects everything else. So the soul as well is around. The first thing we've got to know is our soul. We have one soul. That's that, you know, that spiritual spark and energy that keeps us alive. has five systems. It's five systems, five component parts that the soul has. Hazan the the um, the uh, let's say the, the our vitality the zun is just the um, maintenance keeping the body alive that's the zun the part of us that 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 um, basic um, I'm looking for a better word basic mortal functioning basic um, the part of our soul that Matters the upkeep and the maintenance of just the body itself, physicality. The hamargish, the part of our soul that is um, 
sensates things that can interact with the environment through sensory, the sensory part of the soul. Amadame, the imaginative part of the soul, the part that can that can madame literally means to, 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 to be creative, to think, to imagine. Imagine, madame. Comparative. Could translate that as either comparative or imaginative. Vahamis oirer. The um, drive, the part of our soul that's responsible for having a drive and interest. Vahasichli. And the intellectual part of the nefesh, the part that can analyze, can have deep penetrating intellectual thought, that's the fifth and final part of the soul. Okay, so this is, these are the Ramah's five categories, five systems. Same with the body. Has, you know, there's the circulatory system, there's the respiratory system, lots of systems going on in the... What? Nervous system, that's right. So the Rambam is drawing that parallel um, to give us a, a, a clear and solid insight into understanding the systems of the soul and how the healing of the soul has to work. And, how to track, identify different problems with different meters. The first step is identifying them as illnesses, and the second step is identifying that different illnesses afflict and affect different systems of the body, but the systems can overlap and systems can affect other systems. Five basic systems of the soul. And the soul is our spiritual spark, which animates and does and has five different basic systems of functioning. Again, there's the Zan, Margish, Madame, and Ms. Vasikli. But the Ram is going to go through these one at a time. I just gave basic translations. The Ram is going to return to each of these five systems. Again, the number five is the magic number over here. There's the Zan, that, that, that just that that is basic physical mortal functioning. Margish, to translate that loosely, is how we sensate our the sensory system of the soul. The soul, the soul can 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 perceive its environment through the senses. Madame. It's comparative slash imaginative. Miss Oyer is we have a drive, can be driven and motivated by our environment. And Sikhli is the realm of the intelligence. Now, the Ram continues. Says the Rambam, what are we talking about? Um, in, in this, uh, when we talk about the soul, all these discussions that we're going to have in the five systems, the systems of the soul, the illnesses of the soul, all these discussions are limited to the human soul, nefesh adam, the human spiritual spark that a, that a, that a human being has. The Ram is very careful to say that although some of these systems look like they overlap with animalistic systems, the systems that the animals have, animals also share a lot of these systems. Animals have the, the first system, certainly they have to you know self-preservation, the mortal vitality keeping themselves alive that animals have also animals sense and perceive their environment right animals can't really imagine animals they um, don't have intelligence like people do but the first few systems animals have a system random no but you cannot make that comparison the human systems even where they look like they um, have a commonality with the animalistic systems they, they really don't Says the Ram, a fascinating idea. Kikayach hamazon shiyazon boy haadam. Ainu kikayach hamazon shiyazon boy hasus vachamor. That spiritual element of us, which maintains the kikayach hamazon, keeping our system functioning and 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 keeping the vital signs um, um, in full 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 uh, health, is not the same as that element that keeps animals functioning. 
what keeps our system functioning is coming from the human aspect of the of the the, the, the vital the 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 the, 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 the vital nefesh the vital um, category of the nefesh is coming from a human aspect of that because coming from the human nefesh whereas a chamor has a a donkey has a donkey soul it's donkey uh, um, uh, and by soul again soul he means the the uh, life force the life force. We have to be careful over here, and that, that's really the, essentially the point that the Rambam is making. Um, the life force of animals comes from a lower area, a lower region, whereas the life force of human beings, even a non-Jew, even a Gentile, is getting a life force from from a spiritual area. The animals have instinct, yeah, they don't have intelligence, they have instinct, but there's something that just keeps the animal alive. Now, let, let's let's take a step backwards. What does the Ram mean when he says Kayhazan, the first aspect of the life force, which is the nefesh, we'll call the nefesh the life force for now, in in a, in a loose sense, because if you translate it as a life force, then you can put man and animal in the same circle, but they're not really in the same circle. Life force is what keeps the system running. That which an animal eats food, and that food gets converted to energy and keeps the animal alive, that's an aspect of the life force of that animal. Yeah, but same meal. What? A human, so a human, a human being can eat a piece of chicken and it keeps him alive, you know, buys him a few more hours of life. And a chicken can eat a piece of chicken and it'll keep that chicken, right? Chicken, a chicken will eat whatever you feed them, including chicken. A chicken can eat a piece of, eat a piece of chicken and don't they will. Animal, chicken, die, not not a live chicken. They'll eat. If you if you feed a chicken a piece of schnitzel, it'll eat it very happily. It will. Um, <laughs> cannibalistic. Yeah, that's right. They'll do that. The chickens will happily do that. Um, that's right. So an animal, when it eats, it has a kayachazon. It has a part of the functioning of its life force is to be able to take food and, and break it down. Uh, and and absorb it, convert it into energy and, and nutrients, and keep it alive. People do that with the food, and animals do that with food, but it's not being done the same way. It's not being done with the same system. It's really two different systems that look very similar. But one is coming from an animalistic system of the animal's life force, which is a life force which is a lower life force, which is really something that's created from down here. There's no spiritual spark to that life force it is a life force and it's something intangible it's something you know ephemeral it's something that you can't see in a laboratory you can't see what life looks like and you can't reanimate dead cells and make them alive and you can't create life in a laboratory so there's something intangible about life force even if it's an animalistic life force but as long as it's alive part of the function of the life force of the animal is the kayhazan the fact that it keeps itself sustained and alive it can convert um, food break it down and convert it to energy and life and use it to, to, to maintain it and, and sustain its organs and its blood, everything, right? It's functioning. Human beings do the same thing. But says the Ram, don't make the mistake of linking the two. The fact that we have this kayachazan, that we have a life force that allows us to drink coffee and extract the essential nutrients in this coffee, the caffeine and the sugar and, and all the other nice stuff and the water. The water goes where the water is supposed to go, the caffeine goes where the caffeine is supposed to go, etc. That's not something that we have in common with animals. Like, oh, we're animals plus. We're animals plus. The Ram is making a very, 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 very fundamental point over here. Humans are not animals plus. 
Not the pshat that we have everything that animals have, plus we have more because we're human beings. Even that which we have in common with animals, which we don't really have in common with animals. The ability of our um, beings to take food, the kayach which is the lowest aspect of the life force, the lowest aspect of the nefesh, to, 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 to stay alive, to breathe. The fact we can take air into our lungs and we oxygenate our blood, we, we can take food into our system and use that food to maintain ourselves, that's coming from a different aspect in a human being than it's coming from an animal. An animal is coming from its animalistic life force, and a human being is coming from the human spark of this. Of, it's coming from a spiritual place, not a physical place. Okay, very, very important point the Rambam is making. So there's really no overlap. It looks the same, but it's an illusion. It's an illusion. Humans are not animals. Plus, even the animalistic tendencies of a human are coming from the human soul, the human life force, which is a, a which is a, a ruchni spark, both in Jews and non-Jews, as opposed to the animalistic place. Animals, birds, everything, they are sustained from what, from, um, from uh, what's particular to that, that creature and creation. We say that all things that are alive are sustained, have these, you know, keep their vitalities going and are sustained, they're able to take in air and food and water and maintain their life. And, and human human beings and animals have this in common. This is not really in common. We're just saying this in a barred sense. But not that they all do it the same way, in the same sense. Um, let's go a little further. We talk about how humans and animals have the second um, category, the same aspect of the soul, which is the ability to sensate, to perceive the environment, to detect the environment, to see hearing, touch, smell, all that, again, yes, animals perceive their environment and they can sensate their environment, and humans can as well, but there's no commonality over here. It's not that we, animals can smell and we can smell plus, animals can feel, we feel plus. No, it's coming from a different system, different place. Not the pshat that our ability to sensate is the animalistic one as well, and we just have animal that, that, that animalistic ability plus a lot more things um, and, and even within the animal world it's not it's that, that they have one common system of perception sensation every animal in, including human and, 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 and human beings as well have their own life force which was custom designed for that animal that spark whether it's just a physical one physical animation, physical life force that's given to all the animals, or a spiritual life force that's given to human beings, each one has a nefesh that was customized for that life form. It means the same way you would never confuse a lizard <coughs> with a rat, a rat with an elephant, an elephant with a penguin. They're all different, physically speaking. They have different physical appearances and physical properties. On a life force as well, the, the penguin goes hand in hand with the life force of a penguin, which gives it penguin properties, the light and penguin abilities. The life, the the the, the physicality of an elephant is given a nefesh of an elephant, which gives it elephant abilities and elephant properties, and 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 um, so too, a human being, Jew and non-Jew alike, have a life force that comes from a higher place, a spiritual life force, which gives us all the abilities of of our nefesh. All the categories are, are, are maintained through that. Even where it looks like we have overlap with the animals, there isn't really overlap that we have with the animals, nor with the animals with, them, with each other. 
And the life force that's customized for every type of creation allows for, gives rise to the different properties of every creation. Even on the surface, it looks like, well, this animal functions similar to this one. This one is not like that when, you know, we can classify and group animals together. There's the animals that are aquatic animals, the animals that are land-based animals, the air-based animals, the animals that like to make habitats, the animals that live in trees, the animals that live underground. So it says the Ram, that's all about in our minds, our classification, our thinking. But... Um, I may think that these animals have a similar nefesh, similar life was because they, both these animals like to um, prey on insects, right? So I'll classify them together. It's not really the case. Every animal is unique in terms of the nefesh that's given to it is given to it that's customized for that animal itself. Okay, we'll stop over here. I think we're getting our toes wet over here in this work. The Rambo is going to build up speed and he's going to Again, establish, establishes basic definitions, and we're going to continue with Hashem and see where we where we go with this.